Hawks Nation, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Hawks Fan TV Podcast. I'm your host, Mac, and I am rejoined by the ever-so-handsome Derek Freeze as my co-host this week. It's so nice to have you back, my man, and have you back on the podcast. I uh, I would ask how things have been going since you last been on, but I'm sure, as you have told me off-air, they have been going great for you, man. They've been going stellar, so I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you, and uh, it's good to have you back, my man. No, it's good to be back. Yeah, um, last time I was on the show was right before uh, Modern Day Hate, you know, Georgia Southern, Georgia State, the other GSU. And, um, you know, I had to, you know, first episode back, I had to rep it afterwards, you know, had to kind of, you know, just rub it in one more time because, you know, for the last three years, I had to hear the two state fans that are in existence, um, you know, hold it over my head. I never said a word. Never said a word. Uh, but hey, we're happy for you guys. There's not much going on in Statesboro, Georgia, so you guys got to have something. You know, you got to have something. Um, and as I was saying off air too, it's now basketball season. Uh, well, this is a Hawks podcast, and so we won't talk about uh, right now. Uh, but anyways, we'll quit boring our listeners with the good old Sunbelt talk and get into this week. Um, as as you guys have probably. Uh, picked up on uh, the vibes are going to be a little low this week uh, because the Hawks have lost three in a row. We've lost two in a row in the in-season tournament, which has actually seemed to been pretty, pretty high level basketball. I've been pretty, pretty impressed with all these games so far. Um, and yeah, guys, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. it. It sucks. It's not fun. Uh, you know, I, I said earlier on this podcast this season that I, I, I don't think the Hawks would lose you know, two games in a row many times this season. And here we are losing three in a row. And um, I don't know, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get into each game, but it's just hard to kind of keep having the same like, oh, well, we'll get them next game. We'll get them next year. Like it gets to the point where it just gets old, man. But, uh, but you know, I, there's still plenty, plenty of things that, that, that were good. Um, but man, it's, it's been rough, Derek. It's been rough. I mean, losing three straight is never fun. Uh, you know, especially once we got like two games above 500, I'm like, oh, thank God we can finally put the 500 bug behind us. That seemed to always just we were just mediocre last year, all the way through around 500 the whole time. And I was like, finally, we're gonna be beyond it. And lo and behold, we dropped below 500. Definitely, defense has been lacking, um, with the okay. Hawks, and it's definitely. I mean, the court was beautiful. The blue court's beautiful in person. But, God, right. we're two and five at State Farm Arena so far. Not like good. That's... Not good. Not good. So, yeah, so the first game was that loss against the Sixers, uh, which we lost 126 to 116. I was actually at that game. It's the only game I've attended this season. Uh, last year, I was only able to attend a handful of games. We went undefeated in all of those. So, I thought I was going to bring – my good Juju from Jacksonville, Florida, but I did not. I did not. Joel and B dropped 32 points, seven rebounds, eight assists. Tobias Harris, man, dropped 29 points and 10 boards. I was not expecting that. Um, I know he's been good. I know he's been really solid for the Sixers this year, but was not expecting that out of him. Uh, Maxi was the one I was expecting the 29 and 10 out of, but, you know, a respectful 19 and 8 out of him. Uh, you know, but I will say one of the Sixers players I saw post game said that. You know, they were viewing the game uh, with a playoff mentality. So I don't know if that's more so of a compliment to the Hawks 
or more so a compliment to the in-season tournament. But needless to say, we got NBA players before Thanksgiving's even happened viewing games as a playoff mentality with a playoff mentality. So I, I'm okay with that. Even even with us losing the game, I do like to hear that. I think that's a good selling point for the uh, in-season tournament. Um, you know, the Sixers hit 27 of their 28 free throws, you know, which, um, you know, we actually shot, attempted two more free throws than they did. So I was going to make the argument. I was like, oh, well, of course, Embiid and, and the Sixers, they got the best whistle in the league. Like, of course they won. They went to the line, you know, 20 more times than we did. Nope. Um, but they were a lot more efficient from the line. It's not like we we missed a lot of those 30 free throw attempts. But, you know, when you, when you get to the line in the NBA, especially in a playoff mentality game, you, you even for a team man you need to be you need to be shooting almost 100% from the line um they made the plays at the end of the game to win it oh yeah no well that's that, that's my literally my next note is that you know we end the third quarter being down by i believe it was 7 um at the end of the third and you know up, up to that point you know the 7 point lead i think that was the largest for either team like it was it was a back and forth game through and through man and they just pulled away in the fourth which is just something that Admittedly, as a Hawks fan, you know, we've seen that a lot of times, you know, even before the Trey Young era, right? And I just, I don't know, man. I like, like you kind of just said, or, or rather I just said, you know, when when is when are we going to be the team consistently, you know, pulling away in the fourth quarter? I don't know, man. I'm not trying to get too worked up, but it it, it was not fun. Um, last little note though, and I'll throw the mic over to you. Uh, you know, we have Trey DeJounte. Trey dropped 22 points, 13 assists. That's pretty good. Oh, you know, that's not that's that's not terrible. DeJounte, 13 points and three assists. But here's the kicker, man. They combined shot 10 of 30. That that is that, that's our two best players shooting 30% in a playoff game, right? Like, I don't know, man. That was just not fun to see. And you know, I think I think the 10 point uh de- like the 10 point uh point differential for the final score. Honestly, was not vindicative of how much of a excuse my French, but ass kicking that was out of the Sixers because that fourth quarter they just dominated in my mind. So, um, so yeah, man, it's that Sixers game was rough, but hey, at least the uh, the courts look cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, blue courts looks cool. I mean, I love them. I love the intensity of the in game of the in season tournament. I do kind of wish they would have got like the, you know, like the the G League involved. Um, you know, kind of like a. FA Cup where like even like over in England, like Wrexham will play like Arsenal, like like everyone gets a shot. But I do like more meaningful basketball. The courts across the league have been interesting. But yeah, uh, Trey, luckily last night, he finally seemed to get his score in touch. But the biggest thing that's been holding us down is it's like, yeah, when we're we're cooking offensively, it's like, man, we're hitting everything. But on the opposite end of the court, I mean, it's again a layup line. It's again like I mean, some of it just a half a second late on the rotation back around. Dude's getting open shots. It's, I mean, the wing, the point of attack defense, wing defense has just all been. Yeah, no, it's, it's been rough, and that's I mean, we're twenty fourth in the league as of last night. After last night, twenty fourth in the league. Yep. In defensive rating, which is you know uh, pretty. And more- I, I sit. And that you're, well, I said not, going you're in, not going to win games doing that, you know? Yeah, and I said, you know, when we had our preseason, like, predictions, I said for this team to be a fourth seed in the East, which I had predicted, I said they're going to have to get around that top 15 defense, and 24th is not going to cut it, and that's where we're back to where we were last year. 
hovering around 500 right now. Not saying that we can't fix it, though. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. Trey's yeah. actually not the problem on defense. He's actually trying. Right. <laughs> it's not Trey's fault. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no. So um we will uh yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get to the defensive struggles a little later in the show. But yeah, no. It's uh yeah. It's 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 been rough, man. It's been rough. Um I guess last little note about the Sixers game and we'll move on to the Pacers game which was I mean, I guess it was a fun game at least. Um you know when uh DeAndre got that ejection with his uh second technical, it was about halfway through the third. You know, I mean, I love to see that emotion out of him, a guy that you don't normally see it out of. And I was kind of hoping that was going to be this, like, galvanizing moment for the rest of the Hawks where they came together and, you know, the emotions, you know, they rode the high and, and were able to win the game. And if anything, it felt like it was kind of the opposite. So, um, but, but you know, hey, man, it, that was that was a tough game. But you know what? We lost a game. I had the mentality of, like, hey, man, you know, we just needed to split these two games. Let's go in. The Tuesday against the Pacers, they got one of the best offenses in the league, but they got one of the worst defenses in the league. Like, let's let's do this. So uh, we ended up losing one fifty-seven to one fifty-two. That is not a made-up score. That is not a two K score. That is a real-life NBA score in a real-life game that happened last night. Um, and you know what? Vegas knew this was going to happen, guys. It came into uh, the game was actually. Going into last night, the highest over-under in the NBA since 1995 set at 252.5. There was 253 points with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. So it was – it well surpassed. So if you are if you are a betting degenerate uh, like <laughs> like some out there – and I, I, I'm, I'm kidding. That's that's obviously a joke. Uh, but, yeah, if you're if you're into betting and, um, you know, that's, that's your thing, I hope you smashed the over on that game last night because, uh, you know, it was it was bound to happen, man. Um, you know, it's it's our third straight loss, five out of the last seven, which is just kind of unacceptable for the level of play that I was expecting out of this team this year. Um, you know, it's I, I just I don't I don't know, man. You know, I, I want to sit here and kind of break down how bad the defense was. But all you really have to say is that they put up 157 points, man, in four quarters of play. And, you know, I saw last night. um on 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 the old Twitter verse, and I I won't call out any names or anything, but people, you know, saying like, oh, the defense was so horrible at the end. Like, how do we let that happen? And then of course, some of these war, you know, keyboard warriors coming through and being like, what are you talking about? Like, Hawks played great defense. Buddy Hill was just hitting incredible shots. Listen, man, that may be true. That may be true. That may 100% be true that on those last four or five possessions in the fourth quarter when they made every single one of their shots and it felt like every single one of them was a three that didn't even remotely touch the rim, all right? They were incredible shots. I get that. They put up 157 points. You acting like the de the defense of the Hawks and the defensive struggles of the Hawks was not the reason the Hawks lost that game. What are you talking about, buddy? Do you have eyes? Can you see yeah. the freaking scoreboard? Like, I'm just saying, man, Act you know, acting like, oh, well, the Hawks played really good defense on the last few possessions. What about the other 150 possessions of the game? Like, I just, I don't know, man. It's, it's it was well, insane. I mean, rant, rant over, though. I will, I will let you tell, tell me how you feel about it. <laughs> you score 152 points. You better win. There's... Like, I mean, for 152 points, you better win. You score 86 points in the first half, you better win. Your star player in Trey Young drops 38 points on 13 of 17 shooting. That's incredible. 
That is incredible. You're supposed to win that game. I I cannot believe the Hawks blew that last night. I cannot believe it. Yeah, which Trey gets out of his shooting song. Bogey picks up three three quick fouls, and then, you know, Quinn keeps him in the game because he said he's a high IQ guy. He's a low foul guy, and he goes off. Now, defensively in the second half, he he cooled off, and then – his defense, like he's he's a smart defender. He ain't the best defender. Um, but overall, that's I mean, yeah, we were shooting lights out, but I mean Hildenberg in the third quarter just I mean, he got hot, but it also it seemed the game really changed when I mean, let's face it, Clint Capella doesn't get enough flowers for how much he really covers for the rest of the Hawks, you know, when he's in the game with his rim protection. They went small that second half. We were running with Jalen Johnson at the five at one at one point because Onyeka was not having a good game. And once that happened, it was just they, yeah, they were making some ridiculous shots. But also they were just there was times it's like it was again like the Boston series where guys just get into the basket at will. It's like, you know, Sadiq Bay had a horrible defensive game. Uh it's just frustrating, man. But the, the important thing to realize is we're still young in the season. The defense, like a lot of times, it just seems like we're like, and I know it, it, this game is a, is, I know we're about to get into it later, but it seems like several times again last night, it's like just it's always like a half second too late on the on the defensive switches. Like we're trying to, like we're putting two people on the ball and they're swinging the ball around, and we have a guy running at the corner, but the guy's already shooting the ball. And our defender is still 10 feet away. So it's like you're not even really challenging. You're just giving these guys open looks. So it just seems like everyone's shooting great against the Hawks. It's like, well, we're giving them a lot of good looks, too. They're NBA players for a reason. They get paid handsomely for a reason. And if you give them open looks. Right. No, man. I mean, you know, Trey Young even said it last night in the postgame presser. And, um, you know, they were saying it because. Quinn even commented on it, and I'll, I'll give him his flowers too. If there's one player on the team that has actually improved their defense this season, it's Trey Young. And when when people come on Twitter and say, "Oh, it's because of Trey Young," that's how I know that you're a lazy sports takes person and probably don't even watch the games because Trey Young's defense has improved. Man, the 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 end of the game, he stripped Hindenburg last night. Or yeah, he stripped. Yeah, what's exactly, his name? Man, he I always put him name. at the end of the game, and then Dejounte Murray makes a boneheaded decision and just. Drive straight down the lane, but whatever, man. I, I'm I'm more so. Right, no, let's no, let's yeah. talk about that. Let's talk about that real quick. It's like I get sometimes like the quick. If there's an easy path to two, yeah, that, that was not a clear shot path. Like with ten seconds left, the second at that point. No, I, what are I we think doing? It, he it's like all the contact and maybe get the three points the old fashioned way, but um, what's well, like against the Knicks with Bogey? That was it. That was a own headed play, man. Well, and... Well, not just that, but the Knicks game with Bogey. Like, I wanted Bogey to take that last shot, but, like, uh, was it the Knicks game where Bogey was on fire? We give him to the ball, like, eight seconds left, and he just throws up the stupidest shot in the world. And yeah. it's, like, it's our late game execution. That's just seems to be... I'm not thinking about those anymore. Yeah, um, yeah no, it, 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 was, it was bad, man. It was bad. Um, I guess, so. before we get into our last little segment of the week, though, there's – at least, I guess, some interesting stats and positive stats from last night's game. Um, the first positive stat being that Trey Young did actually pass Joe Johnson um, on the Hawks' all-time three-point three points made list. 
uh, for second all time. He's now just behind Mookie Blaylock. Shout out Darren and Zach Blaylock, Walton Raiders legends. Um, uh, but, you know, <laughs> it didn't really matter. Uh, but the other interesting <laughs> stat that, that just kind of shows how last night's game's offense was just insane and was off the charts all, all across the board, not just for the Pacers, for the Hawks as well. The Hawks are averaging 42 and a half field goals per game, which I believe is best for ninth in the league. It's either sixth or ninth. I, my, my brain can't remember which number it is. It's it's either up or down, but either sixth or ninth. Four, 42 and a half field goals per game, right? Made. They made 33 in the first half last night. So just just the, the, the game was insane, man. But I got to admit, when we were up and we had 86 at the half, I knew. I, I had a feeling, man. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. No, up by 20, down by 13. And then tie, like this team is just it is um every game's an emotional roller coaster. It seems like if we start off hot, we gotta fall flat on our face face in the third quarter. And we start off like it seems like every bat to back we play, we start off so slow and then just have a hellation. I mean, I know it's basketball's a game of runs, don't get me wrong. But it's like how many times this year have we been up by double digits and came back? Like, not just regular double digits, but, like, 15-plus points. And how many times have we been down the vice versa? It's like we just – every game is an emotional roller coaster. No lead is safe and no, no lead is insurmountable, it seems like, with this Hawks team. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's definitely a roller coaster of emotions, that's for sure. Um, So we'll kind of, like I said, just highlight those defensive struggles again real quick. I just had a, a few stats that I wanted to say. Um, again, and I have it in all caps on my notes, you know, for <laughs> underneath defensive struggles, gave up 157 points in four quarters. So doesn't, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist or a basketball savant to understand that, oh man, I don't think that's good. No, that's horrible. Okay. That's like when the, the Broncos gave up 70. I mean, that's, that's dang near up there, man. It really is like, that's horrible. Um, you know, but whatever. Uh, it's only happened like twelve times in history. Like, isn't it? Right? It's like it's, it's only happened a handful of, of times where both teams score that many points. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's that's where it's the most frustrating part, man. If it's one of those games like Memphis and OKC from like four or five years ago, and we just got absolutely destroyed, whatever, man. It's one loss on the schedule. On to the next one. No, man. We we had a, an historic offensive night ourselves and couldn't even win the game. Um, and it's because of this. Because of this, because our defense rating is so horrible. As you said, I had six worst, but the same thing is 24th best. Six worst in the in the league in defensive rating as a team. But here's the kicker, man. The top 20 players in worst, worst defensive rating, like individual players, we got four of them. No other team has four. The only other teams that have three are the Spurs and the freaking Pistons, and the, the, the uh, Wizards. The Spurs and the Wizards, they have a combined five wins, okay? Well, we, we, we as a team, one one team have already have more wins than them. Um, it's it's insane to me. And and if, who 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 could who those four people could be? I'm sure you're wondering. Okay, well it sucks. <laughs> Trey Young is one of them. I know he's improved his defense, <laughs> but he is one of them. All right, I don't care. He's at least improved. You know what the other three are? They they kind of shocked me to be completely honest. I was not expecting them. Actually, the the next one I'm about to say who who is second worst on the team. I was definitely expecting him, DeAndre Hunter. You know, that guy who was supposed to be, you know, mini Kawhi Leonard over there. He is one of the worst defenders in the league right now. 
You know who else is in there? DeJounte Murray. Yeah, well, then he's supposed to be this, you know, light-skinned Drew Holiday coming in and, and, and wrecking things for us defensively? Like, that's at least what I heard on Twitter. So, you know, again, not 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 doing great. Uh, top Bottom 20 in the league. And then finally, Sadiq Bey, which Sadiq, honestly, man, nobody was ever – you weren't brought in for your defense prowess. But to be completely honest – you were supposed to need to be a three and D player. I mean, you weren't supposed to be all NBA yeah, defender, yeah. but jeez, man. Sorry, I know emotions. <laughs> so vibes were low. No, emotions are not low. Um, so, so it's, it's frustrating, man. It just seems to be the same old crap, and I just don't understand. Now, I want to see a silver lining here. Like we talked about, you know, beginning of the season, some of the losses, it was the defense, but we talked about the offense looking a little clunky. And we're like, hey, these guys didn't get to play in Quinn's system last year. Obviously, defensively, we're doing something different this year. It's apparent. And it just to me is like, I feel like the reason why some of these guys put up some like you like you talked about last night, how they they were making ridiculous shots. Well, they also got so many easy shots. And when you see as a you see the ball go into the the hoop. That basket starts looking bigger and bigger. So, like, we give up the easy layouts. We give up that. But I'm hoping because it seems like at times it's just we're like we're just a half a second behind on something. I'm hoping I'm hoping that as we go further into the, the season that maybe Quinn and, like, whatever system we're working, we can finally figure it out. I mean, we seem to have got the offense humming. Um, but, yeah, to get where we need to go. We can't be sixth worst in the NBA. We have to be a top five team. A top if we get to around the seven, like fifteen to seventeen, in terms of team defense rating. If we could somehow claw, fight and call somehow uh, luck, I don't know. Whatever it takes, if we can get to there, our offense that's that's enough to carry us for a deep playoff run. Oh, yeah. But twenty fourth, we're going to be just like we were last year, hovering around five hundred, play in tournament. Then, well, let's face it, trade probably be gone at that point. But that's for down the road. We're not at that level yet. Yeah, it sucks right I now. I haven't hey, got there just yet. But hey, if we don't improve re- things, just everyone relax. Right. We got a game tonight against Brooklyn. Ben Simmons is out. So is on um, which I kind of like watching Ben Simmons play against the Hawks because it brings back the glorious, glorious thoughts of twenty twenty one. Right, but um, yeah, no, exactly. We'll 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 wrap up the episode on this. Just a quick little preview of our next three games. It'll probably be the three that we play before our next episode. As Derek mentioned, we got the Nets tonight. They're coming in at a record of six and seven two. Um, I know Cam Thomas was was killing it. Uh, he still is killing it, and is going to be quite uh, honestly, man. With with our defense, could probably drop fifty points tonight. Then. We got the oh, he's Wizards out, he's out. on he's Saturday in Washington, D.C., which that should be hopefully an easy win, man. But, again, Kuzma and Jordan Poole probably go off on us. And then we get, you know, a very crappy team in the Boston Celtics in Boston at the TD Garden. Um, so, shouldn't uh, shouldn't be too hard for these next few games for well, the Hawks. Um, you know, if I if I do, which uh, I know no one's holding a gun to my head, but I always offer my prediction, I will say the Hawks go one and two in this stretch. And we are sitting at seven and nine when we record next week. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't. Uh, my my faith is dwindling quick. I got to be honest, guys. I normally try and be the optimistic guy in the room with the Hawks. 
it's uh it's it's dwindling a little bit um but so, we will we will get I, you out of here on that guys um as always thank you for the support thank you for listening um thank you for uh following us from day one as we have kind of grown this into a little bit more than just a twitter account and an actual media outlet um you know be sure to check out our articles at hawksfantv.com that's where you'll find other cool content as well be sure to give us a follow on x and instagram at hawksfantv that's where you'll see other cool content as well our spaces and whatnot um and yeah guys just be be on the lookout for more hopefully we can uh, deliver happier news going forward but you know that is out of our control so uh, we just bring the news no matter what it is Um, But as always, thank you guys and uh, looking forward to next week. Go Hawks, baby.